everybody, this is David here with Gas and Go Radio, the podcast for the website racegear.com. Happy 2023. I'm glad you're here. And let me just jump out by saying I appreciate those that have followed us on social media at racegear.com. And for those that have kept up with everything going on with my parents and those that have offered your support and helping out, I greatly appreciate it. So, with that being said, let's kind of jump right on into what we've got to talk about tonight. We've got a lot of things to talk about in this first podcast of 2023. We've got a little bit of a different setup here. I got my notes down in front of me, the camera here. We'll see how this rolls, and if we need to make some changes for the next one, we will do that. And from here on out, once the racing season starts, you can expect these podcasts every Monday night, 8 p.m., and we will be trying to get these live streamed on YouTube so everybody can get in and everybody can participate. We can get some fan interaction in there. We can get some comments. And who knows, if we can get this thing popular, we can get some drivers, some dignitaries from some of these race teams to possibly join us and talk about some interesting topics. Thank you for tuning in and I welcome your feedback and we will see how this goes from here and make adjustments as needed. So let's jump right on into something good here. We are 17 days folks, a little more than two weeks from the clash at the Coliseum. The 2023 season will be kicking off, finally. Seems like a long time since November, doesn't it? We've had a lot happen since November. We had a lot happen before November. We all know that one of the big topics of last year was Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch leaving Joe Gibbs Racing, after almost two decades, he joins Richard Childress Racing this year, driving the eight car. At first, Richard Childress came out and said, no, we're going to have three teams because Tyler Reddick has a contract. We kind of knew maybe that was just talk. Maybe, you know, something would be done there. Something did get done there. We have... Tyler Reddick is moving into the 45 with 23-11. Now, keep in mind that was the Kurt Busch ride. Kurt Busch had a concussion last year that kept him out. Basically, the last 10 or 15 races of last year, he didn't race any of the championship, if you recall. There were a few races, I believe, before the championship that he was out, but... I hear he's still hanging out with the team. He's going to be there to help them this year because technically I believe he still is under contract with 2311 for this year. So we have Tyler Reddick in the 45. We have Kyle Busch has moved to RCR in Chevrolet's. He is now in the eight. I'm expecting big things out of Kyle right out of the gate here. I'm expecting that car to be in the front. I think, you know, Tyler Reddick is going to do really well for 23-11. Now, we've got to talk that Ty Gibbs 
unfortunately, now th this is terrible, folks. After he wins the championship in Phoenix, the night he wins the championship, he loses his father. Now, folks, this is a young kid. There's a lot of people that have jumped on this kid. I, at times, have not been as supportive to this kid as I should have been, but I can't imagine, I can't imagine for one second what he must feel. I'm sorry. I can't. I cannot imagine what he must be, what he must have felt. I can't even fathom it. You know, here, Joe Gibbs, we lost J.D. Gibbs a few years ago. Now he's lost. His other son, Coy Gibbs, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Mr. Joe Gibbs has a daughter, and I believe that may be the only child he has left. Don't quote me on that. I've not done my research. But I, I can only imagine what that family has gone through. You know, at first I was kind of hard on him for the way he had done the Kyle Busch situation because I felt like all along they pretty much knew Ty Gibbs was going to take that spot. I think that was known. I think possibly Toyota knew that. I can't imagine them not wanting to keep Kyle at the time that this started. I can't. I can't fathom that. I think there was something going on there. And I was hard on Joe Gibbs. I was hard on Joe Gibbs at the end of last year with the last podcast that was posted. I, I, I can't, I can't fathom it. I can't fathom how he must feel, how his family feels, how Ty Gibbs feels. I just hope here over the holidays, he's had the right people around him. And he comes back in the best mindset possible, ready to take on 2023 in the Cup Series. The kid has a bright future, but he has a lot of big things in front of him. What he's been through can change a person. It can, it can change a person. You know, it can show the resolve. It can show their strength. It can also destroy them. And I, I, I hope you know, he, he's okay here. And he's ready to go here in 17 days. Let's see. We have Kevin Harvick have a, has announced, I, I kind of saw this coming as well, that this year will be his final year. He will be again with crew chief Rodney Childers in the Stuart Haas 4, as we all know. And the big thing that they're doing is the four, the number four, the number four forever. And there's been several other things that they're doing there. So this is the last time we will see Kevin Harvick full time. I'm assuming when he's done, he's done. He's not said he's going to come back and race part time or anything. So we'll just have to wait and see. So we know that ride will be open for 2024. Eric Amarola is on a year-to-year -year thing. Um, he's back in 2023. We'll have to wait and see if the 10 car becomes available in 2024. Um, 
This year's going to be a big year. We've got Martin Truex coming back. You know, media day this week. We're waiting to see what Martin's going to do. Is Martin going to come back? You know, he's already being asked about 2024, so we'll have to wait and see. Some of these older guys are kind of doing it the Tom Brady and the Aaron Rodgers way. They're, they're taking their time. They're taking time with their family. They're figuring out what they want to do. You know, it's like I saw a quote from Martin today. He said, I'm not doing this because I need the money. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. I, I'm still competitive. So let's hope he's still enjoying it and he gets in another year in 2024. I'm assuming maybe about halfway through this year. We will find out the plan for 2024 for the 19 car. We'll also be finding out what the 4 and the 10 are going to be. And I'm sure there's some other guys under contract for next, you know, at the end of this year. I think Alex Bowman is approaching a deal. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. And we know, we know we've got Ryan Priest. I, I, I want to make sure I bring that up. He is taking over the Stuart Haas, um, what, Cole Custer. Thank you. I couldn't come up with his name. Cole Custer is moving back to the Xfinity series. And Ryan Priest will be stepping into that car. I'm sure, you know, that, that that was hard. That was hard because I know his father works at, you know, and is, is a part of the leadership at Stuart Haas Racing. I'm sure that was hard to remove your son from the cup ride. But he is moving back down to the Xfinity Series. Maybe he's going to do something like a John Hunter Nemechek and get a chance to move back up. So we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. I think Ryan Priest in that car in the 41, that's gonna be a strong race car. Ryan Priest is ready for that ride. This is the ride he said he has waited for. This is why he made the career moves he did and was basically a substitute driver slash truck driver last year he took the risk the risk is paid off he's getting a he's getting a ride in a solid cup car speaking of truck series we've gone back to our roots camping world is no longer the sponsor and we have craftsman is back so we're back to our original sponsor the craftsman truck series Kind of nice to see things roll back around. It'd be nice to see the Cup Series get a sponsor too. Not like Winston would come back, but hey, we can hope, right? So, let's jump into some things a little more current. NASCAR has a brand new Senior Vice President of Competition. Elton Sawyer. Now, Elton Sawyer has been in our sport for many years. He uh, raced back in the 90s. He was the director of the Truck Series last year. And being in the role of Senior Vice President of Competition, he basically is going to oversee everything. 
everything about our sport, everything about on-track activities, he will be overseeing. Scott Miller had the job, but don't worry, Scott's not leaving. He's going to assume a newly formed role as competition strategist within the competition team, bringing his 40 years experience to the leadership of NASCAR. Now we're gonna to have to wait and see what this role entails and what this role means. But I can tell you with all the safety issues of last year, if things don't go well, Scott and Elton and some of those guys, they're gonna get you know they're gonna be on the hot seat early in the season. So I hope I hope these things have been worked out in the off season, and we don't have some of the failures and some of the fires that a lot of the four teams had last year. So let's see if that has been worked out. We have. Kyle Busch, Clint Boyer, and Kevin Harvick are all going to be participating in various SRX series races this year. Now, keep in mind the SRX series is a series that it was formed by Tony Stewart, Ray Everham, and there's a few investors where they run equal cars and they go around to some of these short tracks. They have six races and I believe those races will start in July. So it'll be interesting to see those guys, our, our older cup guys, you know, Clint has retired, as I said, Kevin, Kevin is retiring, and of course it's always good to see Kyle Busch in nearly anything. Let's see, something else we need to bring up here in this Bush-like clash at the Los Angeles Coliseum. If you remember, the Coliseum has been used for Olympic Games, so NASCAR came up with something pretty cool. The top three finishers of that race will receive medals. I think this is cool, this is different, this is unique. Gold, silver, and bronze medals, first, second, third, I think this is cool. Some people have laughed at it on the socials, but hey, I, I think that this, this is cool. I think this is something maybe we need to stick with. We have Denny Hamlin has joined Dirty Mode Media for a new podcast. And if you're not familiar, this is uh, Dale Jr.'s podcast. He will have his own show where he's kind of going to be able to tell it like it is. He's a Danny Hamlin's a three-time three Daytona 500 winner. It's going to be an unfiltered and un, unfiltered and honest, bold perspective from one of NASCAR's greatest racers. I can't wait to see what Denny has to say. Can't wait. Denny is one of the most outspoken drivers in our sport. As we saw last year when he was battling with Ross Chastain, he's not one to you know take things lying down. He's gonna speak his mind. Whether you like Denny or whether you don't, you're really gonna have to hear what Denny has to say. That's just Denny, that's the way it is.
So it will be interesting to see how that plays out. Trackhouse will not be entering their third car, the Project 90 entry in the Daytona 500. Owner Justin Marks says that he will be spending that time concentrating on his primary cars that are driven by Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez. I think that's a good move. I don't think, you know, I understand his reasoning for for having that third car and wanting to give people more opportunities, but I think, you know, for the 500, you really need to focus on getting your season off to a good start. Hopefully that team can carry the momentum they had last year into this year. Ross Chastain almost got to that championship stage last year, and who can forget the crazy ride-the-wall pass at Martinfield that got him there? You know, who can forget that one? I know that that's a moment in NASCAR history that I will always remember. You know, that, that's called putting it all on the line. Daytona 500 grandstand seatings and camping is sold out for the 65th Daytona 500. So if you don't have your tickets already, you might have a hard time getting there. Good to see, though, we're going to have a full house. Good to see that. Let's see. What else do we have? We have not quite a NASCAR-related event, but we have Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Justin Marks, and Kevin Harvick purchased the Cars Tour Series a week or so ago. So it's going to be interesting to see what those well-known gentlemen can do and dignitaries in our sport to bring back late model racing. I think it's going to enhance late model racing. Of course, Dale Jr. will have access to his partnerships for the Cars Tour, and I think the Cars Tour is going to see a great boost and some great new opportunities for these young kids starting this year. I think it's going to, I think it's going to do good. I think we're going to see Dale Jr. and possibly Jeff Burton and Kevin Harvick getting out there and running in some races with these kids. I think that's a good thing. You have comments about it? Leave it down below. Or if you're listening, there's a spot in the podcast to leave comments. Travis Pastrana don't quite understand this one. He's running the Daytona 500 with a 2311 extra car. It will be the number 67 sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee. Never had any Black Rifle Coffee. Have you had any Black Rifle Coffee? Tell me a little bit about it. Leave that in the comments below. I know uh, Black Rifle Coffee did sponsor... Noah Graxon, I believe it was, and maybe a couple of the other junior motorsports drivers last year in the Xfinity Series. So, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, does he make it all 500 miles? We know, you know, Travis is, you know, not all that experienced, so we'll see. 
Let's see, the other thing we need to talk about that is big on the agenda is um, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson we have, has now become part owner of the Petty Motorsports, or what was Petty, race team. And they have formed Legacy. Let me make sure I'm, let me make sure I'm getting this right here. Let me make sure that I'm getting this name because I'm, ha I'm having a hard time with it here. Let's see, it's the Legacy, Legacy Motorsport Club. There we go. So it's Mari Mar Gallagher, Richard Petty, Jimmy Johnson has, ha have changed the name of Petty Motorsports to the Legacy Motorsports Club. I understand what they're trying to do. Richard Petty's take on it was these young kids don't know who Richard Petty is. So taking his name off of it now was the time to do that and let some of these kids get to know who Legacy Motorsports is. Jimmy Johnson will be driving the 84 car in selected races. We already know that Jimmy's going to be out there in the 84 for the 500. Jimmy hasn't drove a cup car in, in a few years, and, and we're in a new generation car, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think that team will be more competitive, even more competitive than it was last year. They'll have Eric Jones coming back over there in the 43. They're going to have Noah Gragson in the 44, and we know he's going to be hammered down. You know that for sure. And, and then you've got Jimmy part-time in the 84 now i'm gonna throw this out there i'm just I, i've got to do it i've got to be devil's advocate here i'm gonna throw it out there what if and everybody knows where i'm going here what if jimmy johnson wants to win the daytona 500 what a show that would be would he consider running more races and going after the next championship. I don't think so. But it's something to think about. What do you think Jimmy would do? Leave it down there. Leave it in the comments. NASCAR is changing, folks. We've got track house racing. Legacy Motorsports Club. Kyle Busch to Richard Shoulders. Brad Keselowski owns part of RFK. Things are changing. We're seeing the changing of the guard. Now, Hendrick is still in charge. Well, you know, Penske's still running his team. Joe Gibbs is still running his team. We've got Kellogg Racing with Matt Kellogg and Chris Rice. You know, the the atmosphere that they keep over there is amazing. They're you know they're still moving in the Cup Series. 
you know, there's talk of Junior Motorsports trying to get in the Cup Series. He has expressed interest of wanting to get in the Cup Series. The only thing that seems to be holding him back, he said, was the cost of the charter. Charter Charters were upwards of $20 million. I can't imagine. So does NASCAR fix the charter system so it's easier for some of these teams to get in? We'll have to wait and see. The other thing that come out today, a little bit of rough news. I, I, I hate to bring this up, but I'm a big Landon Castle fan. Big Landon Castle fan. Landon Castle has always been a man, you know, the common man treasure. He works hard. He has always ran the races of lesser equipment at times and ran seasons in lesser equipment just to keep his name out there. And last year he had a solid season with Kellogg Racing. Unfortunately, he had to announce today that he's only running part schedule in the 10 car. I hate, I hate to have to put this out there. He, he came out on Twitter today and announced that he would only be running part season in the 10. Didn't say that I see how many races, but he does say Sponsorship drive, sponsorships drive my business. And my sponsors over the last two years have been through a lot. Rebuilding will be my top priority. So, what happens to the 10 car when sponsorship runs out? I hope, I'm hoping that Landon is able to find more sponsorship as the season goes on and keep him in that car because I believe he'd have a shot at the Xfinity Championship if they can keep him in the car. I believe Landon Castle is that type of guy. This is the first time Landon has had solid equipment. Last year was the first time he's had solid equipment. He had five top, five top fives and 12 top tens in 2022. Landon needs a ride or sponsorship for the 10 car for the rest of the season. So if any companies are out there, hey, at landoncastle.com, hit the guy up. He handles his own business. He handles his own PR. He is a man's man. He, he, he will... He will support you. He will back his sponsors. He will make sure you get your money's worth. And you're not going to find a guy that works any harder and is more deserving on the racetrack. I hated to see this. I was almost hoping I was reading it wrong when this came out about landing today. So let's all hope that Landon gets some sponsorship and this is just an announcement that goes away and is short-lived and is followed up by good news that Landon will be running the entire season. I sure hope so. Well, folks, 
I think we have covered most of the major topics that have gone on over the last few weeks that are really going to affect the start of 2023. Now, I will say this, as we know, the Daytona 500 is at 2.30, Sunday, February the 19th on Fox Radio, M MRN, and Sirius XM. We know we'll have the duels before then and qualifying. So we may get some extra podcast in between now and the actual 500 on the 19th. You know, there, I'm sure there's going to be some more moving and shaking with news here in the next two weeks. So if we get a few good stories, we will jump up here and jump out there on the podcast and get it out there to you guys. But I've got a goal this year, folks. If you have listened or watched this podcast this far, I really want to take a minute to talk to you. One, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this guy, this race fan, talk about racing. Thank you for visiting our website, racegear.com. It didn't get a lot of updates last year. Last year was a tough year for me. This year, so far, has been equally tough. And I'm going to get into that a little deeper here in just a minute. Um, I have enjoyed the support of race fans. And that is what brings me back here. Race fans, NASCAR fans, are like no other. They're family. We support each other now. Sometimes we argue and sometimes we fight too, but ultimately we support each other. That is a big deal. That is important. That's what brings me here. And the reason I'm doing this, or one of a few reasons, each time you guys listen, each time you watch the video, we make a few pennies, very few pennies. But right now, my mother is in the last stage of her life with dementia and needs 24-7 care. And my father, who some of you know had a heart attack in 2019, he is her caretaker and he has not been able to return to work. So, you know, you can figure it out with the price of inflation and what groceries have been. Every penny helps. You know, I admit there's some struggles right now. Thank you for those that have reached out. I'm not going to turn the podcast into something about me, but my dad was the one that got me started in racing years ago. Bill Elliott. He was a Bill Elliott fan, still is. 212 miles an hour. 212 miles an hour. You know, when we see, you know, these guys breaking records these days, my dad will make coming. Oh, they can't do what Bill used to do. Well, Dad, you're right. That 212 mile an hour record is going to be in the, in the record books for a little longer. 
And Dad and I used to go to some races every year. Based on the current financial situation, I don't know that we'll be able to go to any races this year. We missed races when he had his heart attack. We missed races due to COVID. We missed races last year due to health reasons. And I'm going to just put it out there, folks. I know we're not going to make the Daytona 500. That was, you know, something that he and I always wanted to do. And I'm not going to say we won't make it next year. You never know. You have to stay positive. But NASCAR is something that my dad and I have always done together. That's part of the reason I do this. Yeah. Everything that I have done in NASCAR started with him. Now, I've had some great help from and opportunities in the past 20 years to do some things that regular everyday fans might not get to do. But my point is, this is something my dad and I have always done. And without getting emotional and without getting too sentimental, I want he and I to go back to a racetrack one more time. Hopefully more than one. But I wanna, you know, I wanna make sure we get to do one more time. Don't 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 care where. Because those were days that he was happy, I was happy. The struggles of life, the struggle to pay a bill weren't things that we had to worry about for twenty-four hours. He's almost 70 years old. I want to see it one more time. I don't know how it'll happen. I don't know where it'll happen. But I want it one more time. Good Lord willing. Anyway, thank you again for your support. I greatly appreciate it. Again, Monday nights, we will be doing these. Hopefully we will be getting them live on YouTube. I need to, you know, I need to find a capture card to be able to put these on YouTube or film, film them on a phone or film them on an iPad or something to be able to put these up live for you. But I'm excited. I'm ready for the 2023 season. I hope you are. And I'm looking forward to what we can do racegear.com give it a chance some of the content is stale where you can have a little merchandise up there for you we will take merchandise ideas as well i've got a few things rolling in the back of my head that we might be able to do to make a little money to support the family pay the bills here and if you're interested in joining the podcast we've got a spot for that too We've also got a spot for our, somebody that wants to be a contributor to the website. We would be glad to have you. If you're interested, sales at racegear.com, and I'll put that in the bottom in the description down there so you can jump in there. Send us a note. If nothing but a, hey, how are you? That'd be great. Take care, folks. I'm going to jump off here. We have talked for a while. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you 
for sure Monday after Daytona unless we get some cool announcements that we need to cover before then. 17 days, folks. We're almost there. This is David. The checkered flag is out. Let's get out of here. Take care, folks.